And it is 2.03 in the afternoon on Sunday, and it's Simcha in the afternoon. And here we are. We're sitting at J-Root Radio, and this is my time. And it's a time for conversations about anything and everything, but mostly with the idea that our job is to bring light into the world and to spread a little Simcha, um, or a lot of Simcha, whatever it is. But that's uh, kind of like what we got to do. And sometimes it's very hard. So one of my objectives is is take those challenges that seem to fight our Simcha, that seem to fight our joy. Last night, I opened up my phone, and I think I may have been the last person to know because I don't open up my phone until like a while after Shabbat, and I, I couldn't believe what I saw. It was it was like someone punched me in the stomach. I really, I couldn't believe that in the United States of America, not that, you know, there's no anti-Semitism here. It wasn't shocking to me that some crazy person could do such a thing. It was shocking to me that Hashem decided to use this to give us a message that decided to utilize a terrible, terrible massacre in the shul in Pittsburgh, which is a one of the oldest Jewish communities in, in the United States. What is the message Hashem is giving us? And I just just thinking to myself, you know what? First, I thought maybe, you know, it was a shul and everybody was dominating there. And I, of course, the first thing you want to know is if there's anybody that you know that's there. But then when you find out that it was a relatively progressive group of people who were well-meaning Jews who wanted to come out and to express their identity as Jews, which is really a Kiddush Hashem. And they were, they were, were taken from this world. It just just made me think that the The first is that when, when this happens, we have to empower ourselves with achdut, and we have to empower ourselves with togetherness, and we have to realize that we are one nation and all different shapes and sizes, all different types, and everybody has their different tests, but at the end of the day, we are all children of Hashem, and we all suffer when such a thing happens. And the second thing was, how do we... How do we fight this negativity? For generations, how have we, as Jews, fought this in life, in the world? And the only way is it makes us stronger. The only way we fight this is we have to go out and do things. So I accept that about myself, that every mitzvah that I did today, I try and remember to say, Le'ilui nishmat, in memory of these people. So, I don't know them, but their neshamot are now in the next world. You could do for any neshama, could help them, could raise them up, could bring them closer to Hashem, bring us closer to Hashem. That's what we do as Jewish people. That's what we do. That's our way. And our way as Jewish people is to become stronger as God-fearing people, as people of God. Everybody who is of God has to take this lesson. Wasn't the definition of Jew, not Jew, they were people that recognized God. And any God-fearing person, any person that recognizes God, needs to say, what am I going to do? Am I going to sit back and let this just be? Am I going to spread a little more light to make me stronger? 
And you know what? I don't think it's my imagination, but I think the young generation is embracing and embracing a lot more than generations before. This generation is now embracing God, and you have young people who are who are talking more about emunah and recognizing emunah more and more. And to me, as a middle-aged person, it's extremely empowering. It's extremely, extremely empowering. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the power of faith and how it takes us through situations like this. Our call in number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. You could text, but I'd really rather hear your voice. But the I just, I don't know, we try it because I know that we have some problem with the machine, but try try to do it. I you can try. Try, try it, but uh, okay, the text number is 347-927-8398. Uh, 347-927-8398. And uh, it's Simcha. Yeah. No, I know this afternoon with Simcha. And, and I, me, Sim. <laughs> no, I did my own share. But you know, this is something that really, uh, it's amazing. Unfortunately, not belong to us it's just negative 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 this is something that we have to break about it you know we this do. is something that you have to break Our art to our brain to that we are reason a tree tree has feelings tree has tree has emotions maybe but not that I'm aware of but we're not allowed to cut down a fruit tree because it's waste but what are you talking about there are millions of them what are you what are you worried about because Hashem is worried about every organism on this planet everything that's under his under his under his, his, his sustenance. And that's that's the way we learn. And and you know, that's that's so key. You have people that, that say, Oh now we have to defend ourselves and say, you know, it won't to be smart to be caring about each other for Sodom well, he wasn't bargaining for five people Because that's our job. Right? And he tells So someone asked. It's like a person who smokes four packs of cigarettes a day and says, I have bitachon. <laughs> you can't. That, 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 you know what? I'm going to go and going to put myself in a situation that's ridiculous. So, uh, you want to listen to my. care about himself. He went to the fire, he went so do things, you know. Why he said to, to Sarah, you know, this is something that doesn't make any sense at all. Right, right. right. Okay, and 
the, uh, and he could go when he was at drown in Israel, you know, he could go to, to his back to the, the north over there, plenty of food, you know, he right. could go there, he know the language, you know, the people, you know, he could go, he could go, go back home, right, or go, like, go home, you know, in this, in the meantime, he went to Egypt, and the, the idea is uh, like this, Abraham Avinu knew that his grand, grandchildren will be in exile over there, and they will be in Egypt. And in Egypt, the law of the country was every married woman that used to be married, you know, has to be with the king at least one night. This is what the laws, unfortunately. So Abraham Avinu had to do something radical to uproot this idea. Uh, the palace turned up and down, basically. Everybody right. becomes sick. And everybody suddenly realized that it's wrong. And you see what Paul said, what, why you brought it to me? And you see, that's okay. So this is one, one status. Okay, and what happened with Abimelech? Exactly the same, right? Abimelech was a different story. It's, it's like Avino was at the same issue, right? Right. On what happened over there? It's like Avinu, after Avraham Avinu just basically uproot that the king will take it. It's like was the, and, and I say what, pen echad echad It's like said to the to Abimelech, I wasn't scared from you. I was scared that somebody from you ministers will take it. So we had to uproot also from this the government issue, that because if if it was issue like this that our our parents and great-grandparents will go to Egypt and the king will take it. There's no more Jewish nations. You know, it's, it's right. going to terminate. So this is something in my, okay, this is my explanation about this, you know. Right. And I know I heard it from also, after I heard it, also some other rabbi agree with you. Know? I agree with you. I just think, though, that, that still, still, I think that the point that I'm making is that Abraham Avinu wasn't a pushover. He wasn't like this nice guy to everybody. He brought him malachim and this that, but when he had to stand up, that we have many situations where people are doing things wrong, and there are situations of abuse. There are situations of 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 people hurting other people or doing other people. So the peaceful way is the peaceful way proactively, but. When bottom line, Abraham is not Khalila, somebody is going to ignore the reality that Mitzrayim needs to be dealt with. And when Mitzrayim needs to be dealt with, so you know what? He'll do what he needs to do to take care of Mitzrayim. And he dealt with Mitzrayim. He dealt with it. Yeah, that's exactly and, what I, I And so, yeah. you know, Nisa, you were talking with me before the show started. People that mistreat other people need to be dealt with. Yeah, no question. When I was in yeshiva, we had a woman but not a, not a regular almana. I could tell you, she moved to Israel, Aliyah, with her husband. Three days after they moved into their new apartment, her husband died. Wow. to say hello to one of her neighbors. And she sat she, ah, there with her son. She had to reach out. This was before cell phones. Israel, 30 years ago, to get a phone, you had to wait two weeks, three weeks. Well, she, <laughs> right. She sat there, Navahazita, for a week. Nobody visited her. Nobody. Till the Mashkiach of Yeshiva on day five, somebody told him, and we went with Yeshiva, So she used to be so worried about getting the food out on time that she used to put it out a little bit to make her feel bad. No one was allowed to say anything to her. And it was such a chinuch for us. It was such a lesson for us because we learned what
happened to have terrible midot. Terrible midot. And he got up and said, why can't you bring the food out? Hot, what is this, everything? So three of us, of his chair, we carried him out of the dining room like a hatan. <laughs> and we put him outside and we said, very, very quietly, people didn't even realize, because we didn't do it with noise. People around him realized, but we just carried him out of the dining room and said, you can't be in here. You can't be in here. Now, that's a statement. The statement of you can't do this. And to, to think about that and, and, and take take opinion about that and take charge about that. Um, yes, yeah, I want to tell you this, the exact point that I spoke about before also, that Avraham Avinu, when he had the chance to do a decision, even to take his own child and basically separate him, he did it. He just did it. And when he brought his malachim, everybody think, oh, he brought the malachim. He didn't brought them such simple. He put them outside, he checked them under the tree, he checked if they're really, you know, if they're, if they're really uh, good characters. He didn't bring them to the tent and immediately, you know. This is something that we have to understand. So, uh, everybody now talking about, and our Chachamim teaching us that Amirachem al-Akhzar, so it's an end, you will suffer it. That's right. And this is something that we have, we have to learn from our grand, grand, grand parents. That's right. But the truth is, that's why we have Halacha. Halacha tells us when we are and when we're not allowed to. But you know, you know, I wanted to talk about from the time I was little, I went to music school. My parents sacrificed in Rochester. There was a very famous music school. My parents sent me, and I learned all about music and appreciation, everything. So I appreciate music. I also appreciate what's not music, but we're not going to talk about that. And I had because I really want to. Um, I wanted to make my children wanted to sing a song. We had a recording studio. He was going to mix it for me, whatever. So it turns out, this guy has an out of the boat and a walk on the water. And I'm not going to be drowning. I'm going to take care of me because when the things happen to me, that's how I become stronger and that's how Hashem shows me he loves me. And I was, I was listening to the songs and saying, this, this, this person is 23 years old. 23 years old. He's 23 years old. And... I really think anybody that his name is Naftali Blumenthal and he's got a new album Waves of Faith the songs are outrageous and okay, so send us, you know, we'll put I'm going to put it on we can send you I can send you it's, uh, you can get it on, on, on WhatsApp you can get it on uh, Spotify and it's, it's, it's on all the all the uh, um you get iTunes, but he doesn't. He doesn't even realize how good he is, which is a funny thing. And I don't think he will. He's very. He's very. He's not like that. But, but um, you know, he talks about one thing that one of his songs, which is very, very, very good song, talks about when someone goes to help somebody. Generally, the person will not want help. They'll just send the person away. Don't do me no favors. Generally, person who needs something, person will come to help them. They'll say, no, no, I'm okay. Because they, nobody likes to feel that someone's doing them a favor. But he talks about the fact that you, the person that's coming to help shouldn't give up. Because the person really needs your help. And they want your help. 
and they really want to be able to accept it. But they can't. And if you can understand that, and you can persist, that's the biggest gift you can give to somebody is by teaching them to accept help. Some people, and you know, when you read the lacha, sometimes if you get, it's 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 tough. I I I I, I admit it. I had something. You know, I I would tell you something. I regret I did it, but I I I was my when my wife gave birth to twins boys. You know, and um, I was basically uh, clueless. You know, my my house was up and down. I was <laughs> in the middle of construction. Bye-bye. And. Uh, had, you know, the the oldest one was like uh, sixteen years old, you know, <laughs> and I have this uh, five of them, you know, all the the oh, Hashem, you know, and somebody knocking my door, and brought me a food, you know, box full food, and I was so upset, you know, uh, what are you talking about? I don't need this, you know, and uh, this, you know, this is from the school of my daughter. The wow. older rabbit at the and this and you know collect and That's I beautiful. didn't know I didn't know how to accept it. It's I'm very you, hard. I'm telling you, I, till today I'm regret. I I basically I said no, take it to another family, take with this. I don't need it, and I was stubborn, and you know you know me that I'm stubborn, <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you it's but but, but to, it's something that I didn't know how to accept it. But in your defense, I have to tell you. It's very, very hard. It says, the halacha says, Ani hashuv kemet. person who's Ani is like they're dead. They feel the whole world is dead. They don't feel because they feel like they have no friends, feel like they have no family. And it's a terrible, terrible feeling. You know, that's no, it wasn't the matter of the, you know, the food, because we grow, you know, as, as you said, Ani hashuv kemet. But it wasn't the matter of this. It's a matter that people thought about you that I didn't have time to cook and everything. And I really regret it. I mean, I, 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 I you know, I, up to today, as it's taken me another 20 years uh, after and one more, and I, I feel so sorry that I just basically reject them. And I was, uh, you know, a very, you know, very rude somehow. What I think. Well, you know, it, I, I didn't know. I if, didn't know. I, if you're not exposed to it. Then yeah, you... I didn't know this, you know. I didn't know in those days. I didn't understand this kind of. Uh, see, the, I, see I, I misunderstood. So they brought you food because you had to feed your kids, and you. I see. I cook, so for me, I didn't. I didn't understand. I didn't prepare food. I said, I, I cook. So if my, if my wife isn't cooking, it's not going to make a difference. So I make the food. Yeah. But I'm saying, but so we have on our block, you know, and and, and we have. So if someone someone has a baby, then so they split up the meals. And they, uh, right? so, so yeah. that's what it was. And so it, I, I understand, but in, in those days, know, in those days, I tell you, we was maybe, maybe the, the few families in our block. Today, in our block, is we have, uh, uh, you know, we have uh, what do you call it, a WhatsApp group. It's a bar locality. And, 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 yeah, it's a bar locality, and everybody has a bar mitzvah, a belt, or everybody sharing, you know, bringing food and stuff like this. This is something that uh, it's it's we know, it, but in those days, right. you, for me as. As outsider, basically outsider, I didn't know how to digest it. You know? Right. What about you, know something? you bring me food? You bring? I don't understand this. You know. But the, but the, the beauty is, Hashem tells us, So if your sister would bring you, if your brother would bring you, you wouldn't be upset. You wouldn't look. So it's your brother bringing you, and you know what? The truth is, that's that that that's. That's really, that, I get that, I get that. that that's that's Amisal, that's Avraham Avinu. That's I right. That's now, that's Avraham Avinu. I said, you know, just I'm looking at this and I'm looking backwards. I said, I did just a big, huge mistake, you know, a huge mistake on these people. My parents used to drive from Rochester to New York all the time. And Rochester had snowstorms that were famous. And sometimes the throughway would be closed. So my parents would be on the way, and if a snowstorm would hit, I remember three times in my life, and I'm the youngest, where my parents were stuck on the throughway all night. There's nothing to do, nowhere to go, and you have to, you have to like 
turn your car on for a little bit, then turn it off because you only have some. And that's it. So when my parents used to come to New York, they used to bring back to Rochester kosher food. So you used to have a trunk full of meat and and deli and, and you know salami, bologna, this and that. So they were stuck on the side of the road. Everybody's there all night. So what does a good Jewish person do? My parents popped up in the trunk and they were making sandwiches for everybody. So they got so many notes from people anyway, thanking them for taking care of them and and and, and it didn't make a difference who it was. It's that. So we had a little less deli that year. But the but but the fact is that's the that's the midah of Umazu of this nation. That's the midah of Abraham Avinu. That's what he taught us. It's ingrained in our DNA. Yeah. But um, Anyways, I don't know if the phones are working, but uh, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And I don't have a screen in front of me, so I don't know if there are any texts. Uh, yeah, we, hopefully, hopefully, we'll have some... Uh, Which is a no, perfect no. segue into the next thing I want to talk about. People, Naki Radio, this is the innovation that no Jewish house should be without. It's a radio that has programmed stations, only the stations that we program, so your kids can't be flipped. Like, I don't know, Preacher, Preacher Pete, or whatever it is. And also, the commercials are clean, and it's all geared towards Torah and Judaism and good things, and, and it's right here. J-Root Radio's marketing this because we are in the market of clean communication. That's our market, clean communication for everybody. So, Naki Radio is the item to have. And you know what? It's it's like balash. You talk about the quality radio and what you're getting with it. It's like, I don't know, $120 or something like that. It's like, it's cheap. What are you going to get for under 20 A controller for a PlayStation 4 Pro is like $120. But it's, 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 it's really, really a cool thing. It's a cool thing. It's a thing to get. I think that, and it's your obsessed to get it also, so you should definitely get it. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> we have so many uh, plans right now. that really yeah. want to invest. 15 bucks a month 10 bucks a month you go onto these websites you sign up for ancestry.com right people pay 19 bucks a month for ancestry.com how many ancestry If you don't look at your credit card statement, then you're not. How much can Eden you get? How much scar you get? How much reward? Yeah, okay. Not simple. Not simple. Come on, people, we can do this. If you have ten people giving ten dollars, it's a hundred dollars. A hundred people giving ten dollars, that's a thousand dollars. So I keep on doing the math. You guys are better at it than I am. It grows. It grows. Okay. Uh. Anyways, so I was in Muncie for Shabbat.
Ofrof. Those of you who don't speak the language, an Ofrof is like a Shabbat Chatan. Free Shabbat Chatan. That's right. It's free Shabbat Chatan. That's right. He's not a Chatan yet. Yeah. He's a Ofrof. But, um... He's off the roof. He's off the roof. That's it. So, on that note, I can say something not, not so politically correct, but I'm just saying it. I'm sitting here reading the Parashat. And it says, Sarah Tzahaka. She laughed. Okay? There's a good source that says she laughed. Hashem tells us she laughed. Yes. Okay, Sarah laughed. Four years later, Nobody's freaking out. Hello? <laughs> People, get with the program. In the Psukim. And, and Chazal don't go off the wall now. So the answer, I think, is that when the Gemara says, Nashim Da'atan Kalot, People say, A wife's role in a family is to make things work and get it brings into a household that makes things run. Sarah, you laughed, you didn't laugh. She said, what's the difference? Really, I laughed? I don't know. I did laugh, I didn't laugh. Who cares? We got to take care of these babies. We have things to do. The wife says something. Don't pay so you much. You will show the text. You text me. That needs right? up. You know, this is and, and text me. First of all, Hashem was smart enough not to give over the message. Okay? That covers it up. What do you think would have happened if Abraham Amida would have heard that Sarah Imenu said he was old? <laughs> would he start going to the gym? Maybe? Yeah, I think he would have started going to the gym. He would have gone call a hair club for men to get <laughs> hair plugs. He was old. Hey, wait, maybe he would have thrown her out. Sleep with the sheep now. You told me I'm old. No, nothing, nothing. He would have maybe just felt a teeny bit bad. That's shalom. It would have damaged the unity and the solid nature of their relationship somewhat, even in the smallest way. Says Rabbi Yechezkel Levenstein, that is called Shalom. That Hashem. And you know what? That's a lesson for all of us. Yeah. When we, when, if, if our wife says something, does something, we take it so seriously that we turn the house upside down. Don't! Yeah, it's uh, again. Uh, we have to observe a lot. You know, this is something that uh, learning, and this is our our religious. I would say this. Is our a, teaching, that's right. right. That's but, what. That's why we have Avraham. It's like uh, to learn from them. But it's amazing that Hashem shows the personal relationship between Avraham and Sarah. So now I want to point something out. It says. To Abraham Avinu, his relationship, I think Rashi says, that Abraham Avinu is our source for the mitzvah of Chinuch Banim. Because Abraham, it says that Abraham was Mechanechem, it says, Metzaveo Tov Bederech Anechuna, or something like that. So, the Rav Shimon Schwab says that when you look at the fact that Avraham Avinu was able to be Machanech, his son, Torah gives us, I believe, 12 words entirely of a conversation between Avraham Yitzchak. 12 words. And three of them are the words 
That shows Abraham Avinu, they were walking together. And that togetherness, that they were walking, that was their relationship. That relationship was the definition of who they were. And, and 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 when you think about it, when you think about it, that you have you have Abraham Avinu had the ability to tell Yitzchak what to do because there was a relationship there. they walked together. If we want to have relationships with our kids, and I've been asked this a million times, not a million times, but a lot of times. How do I have a relationship with my kids? What does that mean? You talk to your kids about anything. Just talk to your kids. Just have conversations with them. Favorite color is what our child's favorite fruit is. This is this is something that's so so important. I think that and if we talk to our kids and we have a relationship with our kids, then when we have to tell them something, we can tell it to them. That's really the key. That's that's really, really the key. I think that that's, that's super, super, super essential. But uh, anyways, I think that we need to like, we need to work on generating some we should figure out what we're going to do with that because there's so much we can accomplish yeah i just said well, I, I i just discovered that we have really um problem with my fo our phone line the income phone line that's uh, not uh, able to so maybe people are trying to call in that's this. That's what I tried now to do, and I, I don't get it. So okay, Bezat Hashem. I hopefully that uh, our technician uh, David and Iran will just. Last month was burned the machine. Yes. And we got a new machine here right now, and this has to be adjusted. And I am not so familiar with this uh, machine. I can't believe that. What? I can't believe that you're not familiar with something. Missing magic no, hands. Okay, okay. I, I wish I. <laughs> no, so say it correct. You haven't spent enough time with it. I I tell you, yeah. Admitting that I don't, I I I put it together all together, but the programming is a little bit. Confusing here, and I, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the, the menu, and David has the menu. And Bezad Hashem, I really, I hopefully, hopefully that he will just come soon to the radio and to the studio and giving uh, his time to um, to fix it. Uh, and Iran also did what they did yesterday, uh, not yesterday, two days ago, but it's still not. Uh, not the best uh, way right now. I know that they have a lot of noises and stuff like this. We'll see. Okay. Um, well. Okay, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But it's not a shame. Anyways. So, yeah, Ted had the cover about bullying this week. Yes. Yeah, they had a whole article about bullying. I didn't get a chance to read it because I was away in Monsi for Shabbat. So, uh, first of all, it wasn't Muncie. Muncie was Muncie. No, was no, Muncie. No, it was wet and it was raining. It was cold. What it was. Yeah, it was freezing. Freezing. Because upstate. Yeah. So I had a thought when I was walking to shore. It was very windy and the leaves, leaves were falling down. But you look at the leaves and every tree was a different color. <laughs> it was beautiful. So I said. This is my lesson 
of the leaves. In the summer, all trees are green. Everybody walks around. As soon as there's a little wind, as soon as it starts getting a little cold, things are not as perfect. Everybody shows the true colors. Every tree now comes out what color it really is. Some are beautiful purple, some are yellow. And then after that, what happens? All the leaves fall off. What does that mean? Hashem shows us at the end of the day, underneath were all the same branches. We're all the same. You can put your colors forward. all just branches and we're all vulnerable and I think that's so true I think that's so true that there's so many people that think that they could and that that's can't 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 trade if let's say there's a, a, a Shavui there's two people that are captured and one is a important man and one is not you can't choose one over the other and let the other one go to go, go to death you can't because we we can't prioritize so over here it's the same thing I mean people think the bottom line is the end of the day. We are is. And that's that's very key. That's very key. I find that that's so important because if people would realize that, they would conduct themselves differently between one another. I think that we need to work on that. Okay. Uh, so... Oh, time is flying with afternoon with Simpa. Yep, and this <laughs> I'm just trying to be technician. <laughs> I see. This is I, I rarely see this frustrated, but I see that he's frustrated because he's trying to be a technician. But um, you know, I had last week your say for my father. I can't. I can't talk about it. So I get too emotional. So, yeah, it was it was two days after the bar mitzvah. It was actually the night after the bar mitzvah party. So now, I when I was in Israel, I used to have a chabura of five friends, and we used to have a little notebook, a kohinor notebook, and we used to write down during the week when we felt Yad Hashem. Or write down when we felt thankful to Hashem, something happened that made us feel good. We write it down. We used to look at our we felt he was there with us. these things should not let them just pass through our brain and not and, and, and go away and so the adults took a book so I have a niece that lives in Rochester her husband is the rabbi there he took over my father's congregation and but when they got to Rochester my sister my niece found this little girl's book and she wrote in it Hashem I love you I want to thank you so much for grass because if there was no grass the world would be so muddy and she, she wrote it little girl listen to me I would have never thought that a little girl would listen to what I'm saying and take it to heart but the fact is when we talk 
we need to realize we're talking in front of children who listen to everything we say. Yes. And we have to be very careful. That's a very key thing. And I, I didn't even think that this girl was listening to me. But she was. My great niece. She's actually I know. I, I always say that kids are so smart. And it, it's, it's amazing to see uh, what they can... You know, I see my, my, my grandson, like as a year old, and he can you talk with him and it's like... You, you, they understand everything. They everything. understand everything. They understand everything, and they they figure everything out. They they know people that are friendly. They know people that are real. They know people that care. They know people that, that if somebody's met, they pick it up right away. Yeah, pick it up right away. And you know what? That that's I once had. Kid is punished. So the kid says, because I said, how are you saying that? He goes, because she was having a big argument outside the classroom. She was yelling at her husband. Well, chutzpah has even. And if we're not genuine and we're not real with kids, no one should ever. But a person lying to kids, they know. They have a way of knowing. And that's so important. It's so, so key. And we can't fool kids. We can't. We cannot fool kids. It's, it's, it's not, it's, it's something that we, we just can't do. Because it just, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, it, it doesn't work. Because um, they always catch us. They always catch us. But, uh, anyways. But, <laughs> you saw that? You see, I sent you something. You, you have to look at it. Nisim and I have your own private thing going on over here. I just I sent him something. We're across the room, but uh, I sent him something on his phone. <laughs> Anyways, so so I wanted to talk about the fresh, exciting attitude of my nephew, Yoldov Gavioff, who. And how beautiful it is when you see a Ben Torah, a young man who's going into life, he's going to get married. He's going to have a beautiful life. If he follows the Torah the way he needs to, he has everything to look forward to. So that's a very exciting thing. So today we talked a lot of, about a lot of things, a lot of different things. Yeah. I could talk. To my office once, he holds up a sign that says, I'm not talking. So I said, okay. So I talked to myself for an hour. I talk to myself about everything, this, that, God, politics, food, everything. Hours up, I said, bye-bye. So he pays me, he leaves. I'm not talking. Okay, week two, 
I talked to myself the whole time, talked to everything back and forth, up and down. I prepared a whole list of everything. He finishes an hour, bye-bye. He pays me. Easiest money I ever made. Week three, I'm doing the same thing. 20 minutes after, he goes, shut up. <laughs> I said, did you say something? He goes, He comes in, he says, not sitting down. Not sitting down. I said, okay, then I won't sit down. So I conducted the whole session standing up. Didn't sit down. Okay, I was tired, but I didn't sit down. The next week, I took all the chairs out of the office. He comes in. He goes, no, I want to sit this week. I said, oh, okay. So I brought the chairs in. With with kids, you have to go with them. You have to you have to figure out. The point. I will not get him to talk to me. This is this is uh you have to be smart and get around it. That's the key. That's the key. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, we are. The wording is unbelievable. There's a very, uh, he's become very big star in Israel. Isha Rivo. Is uh, even in the the non-religious state. He, is, is that he has he has a group? The the, the is there's 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 no there's, no no Rabivo no Rabivo not, not Rabivo Isha Rabivo ah and I'm telling you I I I'm loving this song so play it I want to hear I'll, I'll let you listen to this and tell me what you think about the world okay. 